0: Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. Thank you so much for the download. If you like this podcast, please give me five stars. And also check out my website because I have really cool products for you, including you can email me an intuitive question and I will answer. Well, actually, Source will answer for you. That's been a lot of fun. And that is at freespiritpodcasts.com. I have lost so many battles, but I have won the war. Two Minutes Off the Ground is officially on Apple Podcasts. Yes. I have no idea (laughs) how I won this war, but I did it. I was well-armed. I had a good strategy and I just didn't give up. So there you go. So I am happy to announce my other podcast where you can receive daily two-minute messages from Source that go along with the topic from this week's podcast. So I'm very excited about that. So all you have to do is search Two Minutes Off the Ground on Apple Podcasts. Also, something exciting is um, for this podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground, what you're listening to right now, I am now dropping episodes at 11.11 because I thought that was a more spiritual time. See, these are the things that go through my mind and excite me every day. So (laughs) there you go. All right. Today's topic is living the human experience and my starseed family. I just came off an incredible weekend that I want to share with people and I want to share my experience with you and how much It helped me and healed me. I did a workshop with Tracy Shannon. If you remember her, she is the animal communicator from one of the past episodes. Listen to that episode if you haven't, because it's really good. Not because of me, because of her. And um, I was honored that I was one of the chosen women that she asked to do this workshop. Because when I got into the room, I was blown away by just... The metaphysical abilities, the metaphysical talent I saw there, that these women were living 100% in their authenticity. They were vulnerable. They had absolutely incredible energy. And I just, I was just blown away by them in general. So the fact that I was even invited, (laughs) you know, to be in the room was. Just really cool. You know, I kind of felt like, okay, here are the celebrities, and I'm the server, and uh, I'm, I'm serving all the drinks, you know. They were amazing and inclusive and dropped so many nuggets of wisdom. I kept saying all weekend, put it on a t shirt because they just kept saying these incredible things. And a couple of days before, I finally watched the movie, My Octopus Teacher, which I think it's on Netflix. And uh, if you haven't watched it, it's absolutely, it's mind blowing. I was shocked at how good it was. It was recommended to me over and over. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, but if you haven't, it is so beautiful and so touching. I'm gonna be honest with you. The first 10 to 15 minutes I thought were a little slow. So just if you can get past those first 10 or 15 minutes, then you're in a good space. So anyway, let's say a couple days before I did this weekend workshop, I watched my octopus teacher. And as I was watching, by the way, I have subtitles on all the time because sometimes I can't hear the audio very well. So in this movie, they said something that I loved that I think encapsulated my entire weekend. So I just want to read you this small line from my octopus teacher. Her entire being is thinking, feeling, exploring. I'm going to say that one more time. Her entire being is thinking, feeling, exploring. And that's exactly how I felt this weekend. I I felt, I mean, not to sound cheesy, but I, I felt like the octopus. I felt we were all in this kind of uncharted territory trying to figure things out. And and if you watch the documentary, they talk about, I don't want to give a lot away, but they talk about the life cycle of the octopus. They go into how the octopus heals and how it kind of has to fend for itself and, and learn how to survive in the wild and I kind of felt we were doing that this weekend as metaphysical people, as metaphysical women. And that was a really cool thing to explore. And one thing I was just so excited to learn was my starseed being. Starseed is the idea that most of us or some of us are descended from aliens. I mean, that's the basic way to put it. And Tracy did this great thing where she had this wall and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give away her, you know, secrets or trade secrets or her workshop. I don't think that's fair, but I'm going to say one thing she had written on the wall. I figure out how my mind works so I can work my mind. And what came out for me this weekend specifically was... My obsession with 3D versus 5D for myself. And I realized as we were talking during the weekend how my mind is working. And I'm kind of obsessed with it to the point that I'm getting into a space where I'm really judging myself, where I'm not allowing myself to enjoy at times the human experience, or I'm kind of down because. I am human and I think you guys have heard me talk about this before that when I was in my most depressed states I would cry and I would say I just want to go home and that could be to my starseed family meaning descendant from alien beings right so it could be that it could be my soul group my soul family the astral plane But other women had reiterated the same exact thing in this workshop. So at certain points in my life, I punished myself for living that human experience instead of really engaging in the human experience and realizing, you know what? I'm down here. We're all down here. And we all have to live this experience. We are human. We are in a human body. And there's part of me where I really struggle with that. And when you listen to this podcast, you will hear me say a lot between 3D and 5D, and we want to ascend to, you know, 5D and beyond and the whole thing. And I I really do hope and think that we're all doing this. But the way my mind works, sometimes I become obsessive about the labels oh my gosh, I'm doing this and it's totally 3D when I should be in 5D. Now, when I talk about 3D, I logically know, you know, you have to take your kid to the doctor. You have to pay your bills. And I've said this many times in this podcast, you have to do all those things. But then I'll judge myself with, you know, maybe something I've been eating, maybe something I've been watching on TV. There's been a lot of judgment the way my mind works, I've been in this black and white territory, I think with 3D and 5D way too much. And it really came out this weekend. I really realized, wow, why am I why am I doing this so much? And the funny thing is my, one of my degrees is in Russian studies and you're thinking, what the hell does that have to do with anything? if you've studied anything about Russia and anything about the psychology of the people, they're very into that gray area. So there's no black, there's no white, it's all gray in the Russian mind, which is amazing, right? You know, I'm a Westerner, so I think more black and white. And I think I've carried that into my metaphysical practice, which I'm not judging myself for, I'm really not, but I need to mull over, and it may take a while, of how I can start switching things a little more. One thing that really helped me this weekend is we went into a meditation and we were able to connect with our starseed beings. Again, starseed meaning alien beings, extraterrestrial beings, well like an angel watching over you, like a spirit guide, right? Another version of, let's say, a spirit guide. I met Mayan, and uh, (laughs) he actually gave me a name, which I forgot to say in the workshop. I asked him for a name, and he wants me to call him Helix. When I was in the workshop, I felt it was a non-binary energy in that second, but then I kind of felt it was a little bit masculine, so I'm going to refer to Helix as he, and I think it's funny he wants to be called Helix. My bean, Helix, showed up as a translucent bean who was long and tall and thin, but, you know, an alien-like body, but again, translucent. You could see through him. He had, the top of his head was, oh, this is so hard to explain. I think they're called wind socks. If you drive by a car dealership, they are those things waving in the wind to attract people. And the top of his head was like that. And out of the top of his head, there was one neon pink, really thick strand of hair, and it was really long. And then there was one neon blue, same strand of hair, and then, again, really long. So two strands of, of hair. He had a very simple way to him, and he had a very calm way. And one thing he did when I met him, again, in meditation, he knelt down to me as if he was proposing. He wasn't proposing. There was no proposal, but (laughs) that if you can imagine him bending down on one knee, doing that type of thing. And he presented me with this gold bar. And he said to me, whenever you feel astray, this is to remember me by. And for you to know that I am always here. And what I want you to do is I want you to take this gold bar and I want you to put it in your heart, put it in your heart center. And that was just everything to me in that moment. I, I was sitting there saying, wow, this amazing being is saying, I'm here with you. And not only am I here with you, but I'm down on one knee offering you assistance. I'm I'm offering you help. and And I love that. And it was really cute because when he was done with that, the baby versions of him, or maybe let's say little kids, like a little children version of him, little beans came out and they were all cheering and excited and everything. So I felt really included. I felt like I wasn't alone. I felt like I was with my Starseed family in a group. And that felt, it felt so healing. And he also said to me, he wanted to give me a message that it's okay if you're 50% 3D and you're 50% 5D. And I don't think he was trying to add a label. I really don't think he was trying to do the label thing, but doing it in terms that I understood. And he also said to me, for what you're doing, for the service that you give to others, you have to have that human experience and you have to embrace the human experience. Stop trying to fight the human experience. Just do the human experience, because you need to explain to those who you are in service to these metaphysical ideas in a very 3D way. In other words, in a way everyone can understand them and everyone can embrace these ideas. And that made me so happy because I think about this podcast and the other podcasts I do, and that's really how I feel. Sometimes I get this really, this major push-pull, and I want to do a whole episode on this, so I don't want to get into this too much here, but I judge myself sometimes as a metaphysical person because I do delve into the pop culture aspect of society a little bit. It's gotten a lot less. I will say that. It's it's decreased a lot, but there's a part of me that's really attracted to certain things in pop culture, and again, I don't want to go too into it because I'm still formulating things, because i think pop culture represents the collective the collective is not metaphysical people like us for the most part so i feel there's a part of me that i really have to understand the collective and doing that the best thing you can do is watch pop culture and and i know some of you may disagree with me but that is what most of the country is watching so that's why i try to take in these bits and pieces you know when i listen to podcasts and i love consuming content it is my favorite thing to do i listen to an insane amount of podcasts i listen to an insane amount of audiobooks content i'm constantly absorbing content to the point that i don't really listen to music i've never been a music person and again most metaphysical people are not even most almost All metaphysical people I've ever come across are obsessed with music in some way. You know, either classical music moves them or electronic music or or whatever. Just they feel it in their hearts and it moves them. And I find it so inspirational and so beautiful. But I don't have that experience. Maybe one day I will. Okay, maybe one day I will. I listen to chakra beats and binaural beats and things like that. So I wouldn't say I'm so much moved by them, but they help raise my vibration. I'm the person that wants to consume the content 24-7, and that content can range from a lot of metaphysical things, right, to a history podcast I really love and listen to, to a pop culture podcast I really love and listen to. I'm realizing now that that is part of my human experience and that's okay. You know, that's me. That's my humanity. I don't have to be that metaphysical person that gets moved by the sitar. You know, I, I just, I don't, I get moved by content. That's what excites me. So that was nice to get that message from my starseed being from Helix to say, okay, you know what? You're going along the right path. You are in service, but just be your human self too. It's okay if you're human. It's okay if you do human things. If listeners haven't noticed yet, I have an obsession, a little bit, just a little obsession with my diet (laughs) and uh, what I consume and what I put in my body. If you think of somebody like Charlie Goldsmith, who stars in The Healer, He is so meticulous about what he puts in his body down to the water. And I think I've said this before, but then you have the remote viewers, some of the best remote viewers in the world, and they are chowing down on hamburgers and smoking a cigarette while drinking a diet Coke. And I'm just, I'm very fascinated by how is it that Goldsmith has to be so meticulous down to a drop of water to access his abilities but yet this psychic the best remote viewer in the world can be smoking cigarettes and eating whatever he wants I mean I just things like that keep me up at night (laughs) I don't know why you know it's it's not you know (laughs) things that probably should keep me up at night but that's something that really keeps me up at night and when I pose the question to the group one woman, I don't want to say her name because I didn't get her permission, but I think she listens to this podcast and she gave the best response I have heard yet. She said it could be a protectionism quality for these you know, incredible psychics and remote viewers. It could be some type of perfectionism as in if someone, you know, maybe eats too much and gains too much weight and has this layer of extra fat. It's protectionism against the world. And I I could see what she's saying. I thought it was a really interesting response, one of the best responses I've heard yet. But again, here I am with trying to separate the 5D and beyond from the 3D experience. And really, at the end of the day, that remote viewer and Charlie Goldsmith, for example, they're all on the same level right? They're all, they all have these incredible gifts, but yet someone does this and can't eat any meat. And then someone does this and eats meat all the time. And I just, I don't know. There's something about the workshop where it really answered my questions that way. So now I'm thinking about, and again, let's go back to the question. I figure out how my mind works so I can work my mind. And I think that's such a great question that Tracy posed, you know, how can you, how can I do that? How can we do that? How can we figure out how our mind works? Because maybe you are someone who is just moved by music and that's going to take you to a higher level and a better experience. And, you know, you, you enjoy it on a human level, but it transcends you is what I'm trying to say. And I received sage wisdom and sage advice from two women who had said to me whenever you're in that state of you know maybe let's say labeling where you're going oh my god i'm doing something in this 3d and i should be doing something 5d or whatever it is just go back to your heart center go back to your breath and the one woman said i do this a million times a day you know when i feel myself triggered or whatever i just go back to my breath and that's something i have to say i don't do i meditate but I don't go into my breath all the time. You know, it's not something I do constantly. And that's something I'm going to try to do. And Tracy even said, wake up in the morning and start your morning in your heart center. And for those of you who have never done that or never felt that, it is the most incredible feeling. All you do, it's so simple. And once you, you're you able to access it and do it, I, I'm telling you right now, it's the easiest thing in the world. And it's so easy that I'm able to do it pretty quickly. Well, no, no, no. Depends depends on the day. (laughs) On a good day, I'm able to do it pretty quickly at this point. And then I'm able to quickly go into animal communication, which to me blows my mind because if you asked me two years ago, I would have been like, damn, I can't communicate with animals. This is is way beyond my realm. But anyone can. You know, we all can. So anyway, to, to go into your heart center, what you do is you just take a deep breath in. So you inhale, you just take that breath and literally go into that heart center, meaning the center of your chest, the center of the chest where the heart chakra is. And once you're able to really breathe into that and really breathe deeply into that, you will feel it. It'll be this, for me, it's this achy, feeling. Not, it's not uncomfortable, by the way. It's, it's a great feeling, but that's the only way I can describe it. It feels achy to me, this dull ache, and then it becomes bigger and bigger, and it kind of spreads throughout my chest, and that's how I know I can feel it, and the way I interpret it is that my heart center feels like it's about to burst in a good way. It's so happy it's about to burst or it's so vibrationally raised, it's about to burst. And that's when you know you're in that. If you can practice, literally, all you do is just inhale and go into that heart center. If you can practice that, then you are on a good path. And I'm going to start doing that now several times a day. If you feel triggered, if your kids are triggering you, if your boss is triggering you. And I used to do something like this when I was in a job I didn't like, but I did it not so much with the heart center. I did it more with more ujjayi breath, if anyone knows yoga. I did it with that back of throat Darth Vader breath. This, I think, works much better, the heart-centered breathing. And if anyone needs any advice on that or guidance on that, DM me, email me, and we can talk 100%. That would be fun to do on a clubhouse, actually. That's actually a really good idea for a clubhouse. So, if anyone wants that, let me know. I did this without an outline today. I, I, <laughs> mm. I am speaking to you direct from source. I do not have my little wooby, which my little wooby is usually my outline. It was comfortable. That's something that I have been thinking about a lot, getting off the page, because I'm a writer. So of course I come to you every week with a script. I want to be responsible to you guys. I I want you to get the best episode you can possibly get. But it's been actually really fun and invigorating to just kind of free ball it, you know? (laughs) I may free ball it again. It may happen again. So um, I just want to say, if they're listening... You know, thank you to all the women in the workshop. Again, they are metaphysical superstars. And I'm hoping maybe a couple of them, a few of them will come on my podcast because I'm telling you guys, and I've said it, I will keep saying it and I don't care if, if you roll your eyes. When I recommend people, I recommend the best. You will not get better than the people I recommend because I have been around the block. I have seen the rodeo. I have ridden the horse. You get what I'm saying. And these people are the best at what they do metaphysically. So um, remember to listen to my other podcast, Two Minutes Off the Ground, where you get daily two-minute messages from source. And I've really been having fun doing that. That's been really fun to just kind of, I even listen to them every day. You know, I don't know if that sounds, oh my God, that sounds so vain, right? But I listen to them every day to bring me back to source. And it's it's great, especially if, you know, you're just having a day and you can just push it and listen to it for two minutes and I pose a question or a story or, or whatever. And again, I am on Apple Podcasts. Two Minutes Off the Ground is now on Apple Podcasts. So that's so exciting. Until next time. Live your life two inches off the ground.